I'll be the first to tell you, I do not have the best relationship with money. I guess my attitude is just, I need to buy things with it and I have to work to get it. <laughs> and that's a problem. <laughs> I realized I had to make a change because things are just really popping off with the Marketing Matrix Agency, LLC. If you didn't know, that is my marketing agency where I do done for you services. And I also have Andrea Patrick Consulting where I do my speaking engagements and I have my signature program coming out and I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Check all of that out in the show notes. I realized I had to make a change, right? And I needed to make sure that I was managing my funds appropriately because, honey, I have a team now and I want to keep them, okay? Because they make my life so much easier. As a matter of fact, every team meeting we have, I praise them and I tell them how much I appreciate them and I make sure that they are staying within their hours so that that money lasts a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> if you've ever gotten a receipt email to you or notification on your phone from a recurring charge that you had completely forgotten about or you didn't even know was about to post or you are a procrastinator like me and pay your bills um, later because you're not even paying attention or you just don't even you just procrastinate that's all you just procrastinate to pay the bill I'm not even gonna try to sugarcoat it this is definitely the episode for you so I want you to Buckle up, grab a pen and a piece of paper, and join me for this full episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Oh, sorry. Hey, I'm Andrea Patrick, and I am the BU Boss, and this is my podcast, the CEO Mindset Podcast, and here we are constantly evolving and being open to failing forward because that is what CEOs do. And of course, if you're listening, you want to be a CEO working on your business, not in your business, so that you have an amazing quality of life. All right, so let's dive into this week's episode, shall we? Run your business like the boss you are. No more second-guessing yourself. Be confident in the decisions you make for your brand. Stop struggling. Run your business efficiently. Stop being afraid of making the wrong moves. Stop spinning your wheels and feeling frustrated. And let's go ahead and prevent that breakout of hives when you think of hiring a team. It's time to confront new opportunities, delegate those tasks, and package your genius to drive profitability. That's leadership. If you're ready to be that type of a leader, the one who embodies this, unleash your inner CEO. Project CEO cultivates powerful leaders, helps them increase their revenue, stop wasting money, and creates a seamless infrastructure for their business. Let's see if the project is right for you. Book a sneak peek today. Visit www.bit.ly forward slash demo dash call. Demo dash call is all caps. Let me try that again. Let's see if the project is right for you. Book a sneak peek today. Visit www.bit.ly.demo-call, where demo-call is all caps, to see if you're ready for Project CEO. DM me today to see if you're ready for Project CEO. 
Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? All right, like I said before, money is just not my strong suit. So we have got to get in the right money mindset. I am going to be totally transparent with you this week and explore my own relationship with money as well as offer some advice based on my personal experience because honey, I am not a financial expert. I have friends who are, but I am not. So we're going to look at this advice that I'm gonna share with you about changing your money mindset. Let's go ahead and dive in, shall we? All right, now, let's be honest. When you look at the top reasons businesses fail, you're always gonna find money in the top 10. As a matter of fact, 82% of businesses fail because of cash flow problems. Mismanagement of funds is a thing and it's not always intentional. Like, like I just said earlier, sometimes it's just procrastination, it's laziness. It's just not really having a good relationship with money. You're not trying to mismanage your funds. You're not trying to do these bad habits, but they are happening because you just have not solidified your relationship with money. You've not gotten the education and done the things that you need to do so that you can have better financial decision-making abilities. So I found myself, what I was doing was I was pinching off the money that I was making and I, because I was afraid to invest back into the business. Why? Because I didn't want to run out, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not by myself in this. Comment below if you have struggled in the same area, if that has been your mindset. It's not that you're not making the money. It's that you're not really investing back into the business or investing in yourself so that you can grow your money. As a matter of fact, I remember talking to someone who is a um, outsourcing consultant and she was helping me find some help, the people that are on my team now. And I was so concerned about getting started with building a team. And one of the things she said was, Andrea, the team is not meant to spend your money. They're meant to help you make more money because they're freeing you up to do what your zone of genius is and to really operate in your strengths so that you can bring more money in. And when you change your mindset and you start thinking in those terms, it just makes things a lot easier to um, to, to do the things or invest in yourself so that you can make the money or that you can use your money wisely. So it's important to share this, um, this podcast episode with you because there are so many people out there, maybe you, maybe even you, who are not embracing the CEO mindset and really being open to failing forward and constantly evolving and learning the lessons that are necessary for them to actually be the CEO. So today we're just going to talk about the right money mindset and how you can get it for yourself. So when it comes to changing it, there are several tips that I want to share with you. We're going to dive right into them. I will do my best to explain them as you go. Again, remember, this is 
really um, me being transparent and sharing some things with you that I have had to endure in my own business. And as if I can come up, if I can share with you some of the ways that I've overcome them or some of the ways that I'm still dealing with them, I will, because I think it's important for us as the experts in these areas to talk about this. And I am a CEO, honey. I may not be the best one, but I am a CEO. I am constantly evolving and I am always open to failing forward. But even more than that, I am a leader and I want to lead. I want to influence people. I want you listening to this podcast to hear what I say and take heed and make these adjustments in your own life. As a matter of fact, I've also created the CEO circle. So if you've not heard about that, please link click on the link in the show notes and and listen or read more about the CEO circle because there we are changing mindsets. It is for people who really want to be bosses, who really want to be CEOs. And if you've been here for any period of time, you know that being a boss is more than just having a business and saying that you, you know, did your doing business ads or you created your LLC. It's really about being influential and really sharing with people um, your expertise and your value and building your teams out when that is necessary and being able to lead them and provide the best experience for onboarding, the best experience for your customers and your clients, having systems and processes in place. Listen, I go through all this inside my signature program. I'm not going to you know, bore you with it right now, but again, that will be in the show links as well because we are going to be launching that this holiday season. It is a comprehensive program about how to be a CEO. I do have a new name for it, so I'm not quite ready to announce it, but it is very, very indicative of what the program is about. So definitely click on the show notes below to learn more about that and get on my reservation list because when I do announce the name and I do announce the date, you want to be the first to hear about it and you want to get those discounts. So again, let's dive into these these areas that I think changing your money mindset is important. And I want to share with you these tips. The first one is to stay on top of your due dates. We said this before, being a procrastinator with your finances is just not the ticket. It is just not. We have to be paying our bills on time and it can't be because we just forgot. So how can we do that? Well, suggestion number one is to create a calendar on your Google Calendar, your iCloud, whatever you've got, whatever digital calendar. I love my Google Calendar, but I also love my Happy Planner. Happy Planner, if you are listening, I would love, love, love to be um, one of your um, influencers because the Happy Planner is just a great tool. And listen, if you want me to do a um, tutorial on that over on my YouTube channel, I absolutely will because I just think it is so, as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to do it anyway. But yes, staying on top of your due dates is so important. This is something that I have struggled with, not because I haven't had the money to pay my bills, but just because life is so crazy. And I'm a mother of three. I've got one and two in college, one who has special needs. I'm the marriage ministry leader of my church. I'm trying to be a good wife. I have a nonprofit. I do have this business. I'm trying to have some fun, you know, as a woman who is about to turn 50. That's right. I am. I have um, 11 more days and I will be 50. And I am just living life. And so if I don't have this alert, if I don't make this a priority to stop what I'm doing when I hear the alert and do what I'm supposed to do in terms of paying my bills, it just does not work out. And then I end up looking back and I'm getting notifications that I'm late on a payment or something like that. But it's, and it's just so, it's just ridiculous. It just makes no sense for this to be an issue because it's just a matter of stopping, slowing down, 
and doing what needs to be done. So staying on top of your due dates is really important. This is the first tip when it comes to money mindset. Next, I want you to separate your business accounts from your personal accounts. This is the mistake I made early on. I do not have this mistake now. As a matter of fact, I may have too many accounts, <laughs> but I have definitely separated my personal accounts from my business accounts. And I've even broken my personal accounts down by uh, like a uh, petty cash account and a grocery account. And I have my business account where I pay myself, like my what I pay myself. But then I also have my main business account where I pay all of my recurring charges and I pay my team out of that account. And so it just makes managing my money a lot easier. And I know where I am putting money and I know how much money I have. And um, I also have a bookkeeper that helps with this. I did not add the bookkeeper tip into this because it really just depends on how much money you're bringing in and if you can do that um, for your business. So, but for sure, separate your business account from your personal accounts. Even if you have to do it from different banks, I have my main company, my main company account is at a bank totally separate from my personal account and the business account that I pay myself to. Those are two separate banks and it just makes it so much easier because I can't like, like transfer money back and forth easily, you know, just to cover things. I have to have the money there and be very cognizant of how I'm spending my money and everything. Next, that brings me to keep a cash stash. And that is a great idea to have a reserve so that you don't spend down to your last dime. Um, that's why I love to separate my business account and the one that I pay my my recurring charges from because I know how much money is coming out of that account each month and I can pay myself, a, you know, a little bit of something into the other account and I only spend from the other account. Then that way I know that there's money in the main account and I keep that stash for, you know, important things, maybe a course that I want to purchase, maybe a product or tool that I need. So I um, have separated the money out and I pay myself a little bit to my personal account and that's what I spend. So I keep a cash stash or it's not necessarily cash. It's just a, a reserve. That's what I want to say, a reserve. Next, tracking your expenditures is a big thing, especially for when it's tax time and you want to pull those receipts. I've not done the best job of this, guys. Honest and truly, I am really working on this. I have made it a point to try to do a better job of it this year. And I have done a good job holding onto the receipts. But like right now, I have a stack of receipts that need to be uploaded and um, documented inside my QuickBooks apps um, or my expense app. I actually have an expense app on my phone that I can kind of um, interact with QuickBooks, but I also have QuickBooks. So I could take a picture of those receipts and automatically sort of filters it where it needs to go. So definitely keep track of your expenses. And then you want to review that often because you don't want to overspend and you want to make sure that your expenditures are necessary for your business. This is a hard thing because if you're like me and you're recording films and you're recording podcasts and you are like doing a lot of creative type things, it's so easy to want to get a lot more equipment and say that you think that you need a lot of different things. I am guilty of purchasing lenses. As a matter of fact, I just purchased a uh, wireless mic, a Bluetooth mic so that I can record easier. So you just want to keep track of those expenditures so that you're not overdoing it and you are, you know, just kind of keeping top of mind how much money you have coming in versus how much money is going out. This this is something that I still struggle with, guys, because I just do not have a great relationship with money, but I've made it a point to get better 
between now and the end of the year. I've got two months. So I've got several books that need to be read and several things that need to be put in place. But I am acknowledging it and I am making taking steps to do a little bit better. The next tip I'll give with you is manage the money coming in and have a plan for those recurring revenue charges. Uh, I mean, the, re the recurring revenue. So the money that I have coming in, like I said, I know what that is, but I also want to do a better job of bringing in more money. So I want to stay on top of the trends that are happening and I want to always be testing different products and services. You may have heard me announce various things here on the podcast or on my YouTube channel of things that are coming up. One such thing was my boss talk, which I was doing lives on Instagram. And uh, that worked for about two or three weeks. I think I did it and I wasn't getting a lot of traction with it. And so I slowed it down. And now it's just a matter of us looking at it a different way and saying, okay, how can we optimize this? Maybe it was the time that was wrong. Maybe it was the type of subjects that were wrong. So it's about finding ways that we can bring in more money and optimize our efforts and so that we can plan for recurring revenue, uh, maybe purchase, not purchase, but maybe create new services or like maybe you need to have calls to actions to more paid products versus like opting into your email list more. So you have to look at those things and, and plan. The next is don't be afraid to invest in yourself. This is a big one that I really believed in. About a year ago, I went ahead, bit the bullet. My husband and I had a conversation about a program from um, one of the in influencers and experts that I watch on YouTube. Her program was $6,000, guys. And yes, I bit the bullet and purchased the program. Have I completed the program? No, I'm working it. But the thing is, is that I realized a lot of the pieces of the puzzle that I felt I was missing were in this course. But even though I purchased the course, there was some work that needed to be done in order for me to get to some of the milestones that I needed to get to in her program, like building my email list and getting a little bit more proficient in doing that, a little bit more proficient in um, doing my videos and getting more more uh, views on my videos. And so we're working through all of that. But the point is, is that I invested in myself. So if you need a course, buy it, figure out the best way. If you have to sacrifice somewhere, do it. Sacrifice that extra coffee at Starbucks, sacrifice going shopping that weekend, sacrifice the trip that you want to take and make those things the rewards for doing what you need to do in your business to get the money or to be successful or to launch successfully or whatever it is you're trying to do. But instead of investing in someone else's dream by buying the thing, going on the vacation, you know, invest in yourself. If that means a course, if that means buying a book, if that means, um, you know, uh, spending the money on a program or an event so that you can get more people in, do that thing, sacrifice somewhere else and invest in yourself. Next, don't skimp on the right tools, okay? This money mindset is important because when we begin to think about the things that are necessary for us to grow our business, a lot of times we're not growing because we don't have the right tools and we won't go ahead and invest in that monthly charge to schedule our social media. We won't go ahead and invest in some of the other platforms that are necessary for us to manage our team. We won't do those things. We won't get a team. We won't go ahead and invest in a contractor to do some graphic for us or to uh, be an admin and help us with the admin work so that we can concentrate on our zone of genius. Don't skimp on the right tools. They are what are going to make your business easier and that's what's how that's how your business is going to grow. So determine what tools are necessary, 
Necessary is the keyword here to run your business and eliminate the ones that you don't need. There are going to be some that you might have. As a matter of fact, I'm going through my things this week to see if there are some things that I can knock off my list to save up a little bit of money to do a few more things that I want to do. So you want to um, do the things that are necessary and eliminate the ones that aren't. I think we sometimes look at YouTube videos or we, you know, listen to a podcast and we hear about a tool that someone else is using and we think that we should go ahead and invest in that tool. I remember being at podcast, the podcast movement a couple of weeks ago. I think you guys um, may have heard the podcast I did with Pam Perry. We were there together. If not, I'll link that below as well. But we were there and there were so many tools and cool things and platforms and I wanted to invest in all of them. But the truth of the matter was, is that not all of them were going to make my business better. Not all of them were cost effective for me at the moment. And I had to skimp and not do those things. And I had to kind of look at what I absolutely needed to bring in money. My podcast does not bring in the money that I wanted to bring in. And I want to grow that. And until I can achieve a few more milestones, it doesn't make sense to invest in some of the tools that were at the podcast movement. One, though, I think I am going to invest, and that's why I'm trying to free up some of my budget to go ahead and invest in it because I am I think that it's really going to help my podcast grow. So some of the suggestions that I have for you for some tools that I really think are important for you to grow your business are one, a CRM, and this is to keep up with your clients. This is to keep your clients organized. I, I use Dubsado, and I will definitely link my affiliate link down below so you can grab that. But I love Dubsado. Inside of it, you can um, have a, a profile on your your project for your client. You can email them from the app itself. You can send all of your invoices. You can have a workflow within those projects so that things are triggered and go out when they need to go out, i.e. when someone comes on as a prospect, you can send them a link to your calendar. From there, you can have them pay an invoice if it is a discovery call that you're charging for, a consulting uh, a consult that you're charging for. You can take it from there to, to sending out the contract, to sending out the invoice for the actual project itself, to managing the project, to um, creating all kinds of forms and sending those forms. The client can upload things into the portal and it just gives your client a really good customer experience so that they know what's going on. Everything is transparent in your business. I absolutely love Dubsado. So yes, a CRM program is definitely something that I suggest. Next is some sort of digital storage. I actually use Google Drive and Dropbox because I use them differently. It does not necessarily have them both. Um, I do pay for both because I need the large space when you're doing podcasts and you've got the podcast files and you've got a lot of video files and you've got high quality images. You need um, some storage and I just don't want to run out. In addition to that, I also use an external hard drive. So I just don't want to lose my data. I've had that happen before. So I'm being very careful about that. That is a place where I don't mind spending, but you don't need all three. You could definitely just use one. Just make sure that whatever it is you're doing, you have enough storage on whatever one you use. Next, I suggest a project management tool. You have heard me talk about Asana over and over again. I actually have an affiliate link for Asana as well. It is a free program platform. However, if you have a team, there is a paid version, and I will leave that link down below for you in the show notes because it is really helpful to my team and I. My content calendar is there. We have been tweaking it and we've really made it better. I love how we're working on it now. Um, 
It just helps keep everything organized. And I always tell people as an entrepreneur, if you're at the doctor's office or if you're hanging out with your kids at a softball game or something or football game, sometimes you have great thoughts. Or even if you're laying in bed at night and you have like a great idea and you write it down on a piece of paper and the next thing you know, you don't know where the piece of paper is um, or you're at the doctor's office and you forget by the time you get home. Asana is a great tool because it does have the um, uh, mobile app as well. So if you're sitting somewhere waiting, you can jot down your ideas in Asana and um, then it's always there. When you go to your desktop, it will be there and you can brain dump. That's just, just one of the best things ever. I love Asana for that and it's very user friendly. Also, I suggest you having a social media scheduler because as your business begins to grow and you continue to work on your business as a CEO, you are, you want to schedule your social media out. I was listening to a podcast. Uh, actually, it was the audio book of Traffic Secrets from Russell Brunson, and he was talking about never um, post in real time because you want to have an opportunity to, you know, really get your verbiage right and make sure that you're tapping into the right messaging for your audience. Now, obviously, there are going to be times where um, well, actually, you should never post like in your feed in real time. That's what stories are for. Um, and so you can do your stories in real time, but you want to post and schedule your post. So a social media scheduler, I think, is another tool that you definitely should have. The other one is an email marketing tool, i.e. MailChimp, Constant Contact, GetResponse. These are, I also have a an affiliate link for GetResponse as well. It is not as expensive as something like a um, ConvertKit or... What's the other one um, that you you know what they are? It's a plethora of them out there, but they can be pretty pricey. Um, Get response is not that uh, bad, but it has all the bells and whistles of some of the larger and more well-known platforms. So I will link that down below. But your email marketing is the tool that you're going to use if you're launching a project and you want to do a nurture sequence. If you want to have a sales sequence, this is where you're going to write a bunch of emails out and you schedule them to go out according to when a person opts into the email list. It's how you can deliver any lead magnets that you have. This is just a great tool. I've said this before. Uh, I don't know if I've ever said it here, but I've said it to all of my clients. And that is just that your social, your marketing efforts have a three-pronged approach. You should have social media, you should have email marketing, and you should have your website. Those are the three areas that if one is not there, you are not optimizing your marketing efforts. Your strategies aren't going to be as well-developed as you want them to be, which means they may not be as successful as you want them to be. So definitely having a social media schedule, an email marketing tool, and a website that you can grow into, which is my last tool that I think that you should definitely have. Those three are so important to have. So you can get a, a website that is doesn't have to be extremely robust, but it definitely needs to be something that you can grow into because your social media, as your business grows, you don't want to have to do a lot of transitioning all the time with your website. So think about what it is you want for your business, how you want it to go, what direction you want it to grow in, and then you consider your website, which platform is going to be best for you and allow you to grow into that. So those are the different platforms and tools that I think are necessary when you have a business. Beyond that, that's up to you and your industry, but these are the basic ones that I really would suggest that you have and you have the right mindset around um, purchasing them or paying for them in, on a recurring basis. Next and the last right mindset that money mindset I think you should have is to create a budget and review those numbers 
often for efficiency and effectiveness. Now, I'm going to play some excerpts from um, a masterclass that my girlfriend, Jillian Verdun, did for us in one of my programs. Um, she's an amazing accountant who, who manages um, Fortune 500 businesses. So she knows her stuff. She's a profit strategist with Profit First. She's just phenomenal. And I love her dearly. Um, so I'm going to play some excerpts of that, but also just know that. So let's get down to a few just some points that you could give us on some of the challenges that you've noticed when you've been working with some of your clients in the past. So with their financials. Okay. So number one, what I've learned is cash flow. Mm -hmm. Most people don't really understand what's going in and out of the business mm -hmm. as it relates to cash flow and how your cash flow is different from the profit. Gotcha. Number one. Number two, understanding the basics. A lot of people will give all of their stuff over and their paperwork to their accountant and don't worry about it. But you need to understand the basics because that way you can communicate and make better decisions in the business. Perfect. Love that. The next one is taxes. Oh, big one, ding, ding. ding. Yes, <laughs> that's a big one because everybody is always focusing on maximizing their tax deductions. People are still in. Okay, so now that you've shared some of the struggles with us, why don't you give us three, five tips about kind of how we can overcome these challenges that people can begin to think about? Yes. So number one is implementing systems. There are so many out there but it goes to leveraging your behavior. Mm. What are you comfortable with? If you're comfortable with pen and paper, do something you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable with Excel, set up a system that works. So What's then the it? next one is actually accountability. Mm. So if you're being held accountable for something, you're more likely to do stick it. to it. Yes. Yes. Uh, time <laughs> management. I don't like it, I don't want to deal with it, so I put it off. Procrastination. And if you set up a system that works and it takes you 30 minutes to do your bookkeeping mm -hmm. or your financial analysis of your business, mm -hmm. you're a lot more enticed to do it. Right. Versus right. waiting after the, what are we, in April? Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's several of them that have receipts still from the first quarter that they haven't done anything with. Oh. So when you get to that point, you're overwhelmed. Yeah. So time management. Set up a financial meeting with yourself. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Because, I mean, like, if, you, if you're scheduling every other part of your day, it's my schedule. Know that she has given us a checklist to follow so that we can look at a before snapshot of our finances. And I think this is a great idea to face a current attitude that you might have about your money, about your debt, and about spending habits, as well as your financial goals and the changes that you want to make to achieve those financial goals. So I think you should definitely take a look at that. And you can find this inside my book, The BTB Business Journal. Now, have you not gotten that book, guys? That is also linked below. It's a great workbook and tool to help you be the CEO that you really want to be. So I'll share the link down in the show notes as well. Um, and you'll also find there in the BTB Business Journal, Jillian's budget template. I think that that is going to be so helpful as you create the right money mindset. So be sure to grab the BTB business journal from the show notes down below, because I want you to run your business like the CEO I know you are. Okay. Now 
that does it because I think we've covered a lot. If you want to have the right money mindset, just really just rewind this, listen to it again, and definitely grab the checklist from my BTB business journal and her budget template. I think that's going to be so helpful to you. I'm going to take my own advice because the research that I did for this podcast is going to help me make some of the changes that I need to make as well as continue with the progress that I have made. So I suggest that you make these appropriate changes as well so that you have the right money mindset. Again, don't forget about the signature program that I was telling you about because it is phenomenal. It is so like it just covers everything that is required of you being a CEO and it helps start you at the very beginning at the foundation so that you can grow into the role at your own pace and do it your way. So go ahead, click on the reservation link down below so that you will be in the note when I launch my signature program and I give it a name. I had a name, but I changed the name. And so I'm not ready quite to announce that, but definitely sign up. It doesn't cost you anything. It's just to let you know when we're about to launch, we're going to launch this holiday season and it's going to be amazing discounts involved if you are on the reservation list for the program. So definitely get on that list. You'll be the first to know about the launch and you will be the only people who get the amazing out of this world discounts because you were insightful and you knew to go ahead and get on. So when it comes to your finances, your marketing strategies, and your ability to connect, engage, and convert more effectively, my signature program is the one and not the two. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your marketing strategies, when it comes to your ability to connect and build community and grow authentically, you, you don't want to miss this program. I'm telling you, nobody else is putting these pieces together the way I did because I wanted this when I was initially growing my business and nobody had it. Everybody gives bits and pieces and they all are great in their own right. But I am putting it all together so that when you go to these other people, everything makes sense and you have all the pieces of the puzzle. You know how they all go together. So it makes things so much easier. Listen, many are going to wave that whole grow your following or I'll help you get paid ads Or listen, I can show you how to 10X your revenue. Everybody's going to wave those flags at you. But the truth is, without the proper infrastructure to handle the new traffic and provide a positive customer experience, you're going to find yourself in constant sales mode. And who wants that? Who wants to always feel like they have to, you know, be on the sales grind and get new clients and get new people every single day, all the time in order for them to continue to grow their revenue? Nobody wants that. Wouldn't building relationships, earning trust, and increasing loyalty be a lot easier on you? Wouldn't working in your zone of genius, actually knowing what that zone of genius is and how you want to apply it to serve your audience, wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't it feel fantastic to eliminate or at least minimize the stress and overwhelm that comes with trying to do business the way you see other people doing business and not just interpreting it because you understand yourself well enough to know what your circumstances for optimal success are. I'm telling you, this program is going to help you get to the root of that. It's going to show you how to apply who you are to everything you do, how to set boundaries, how to manage expectations, and how to get the right mindsets, the right money mindset, the right everything mindset. So 
definitely join the reservation list. And then also remember, I told you about this before, the CEO circle is there. We are changing mindsets over there as well on a different level. It's a free um, community that you can join. And we're working on those mindset shifts um, on a monthly basis. And so learn more about that. I will put the link to the CEO circle as well so you can grab that. All right, guys, I think that does it again. I know that I've said that already, but I just had to get that in about the program because honestly, I mean, if I don't toot my own horn, honey, who will? Anyway, these tips are pretty plentiful. Um, and if you really are trying to get the right money mindset, I think that they are going to be extremely helpful to you. Again, click on the link in the show notes to grab the BE BTB business journal where you'll find Jillian's um, template, her budget template, as well as her checklist um, to help you with that before snapshot of your finances. All right, guys, thanks again for listening. Don't forget to come back next week. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, concerns. I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the Be You Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.